Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. Another but Netflix is back this week, and we are talking about part one of a uh, brand new uh, documentary series, uh, which has uh, just premiered on Netflix. It's called Genius, a Kanye trilogy, and here to talk about it with me, the co-host of Nothing But Netflix. Please welcome the great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, as usual. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. But before we jump into this documentary, can we talk about how we landed on this one? Because yes. uh, we, we went through quite the journey to get here this week. It was a long journey. Yeah. So Rob texted me earlier in the week. It's like, hey, what are we going to talk about? I, like, I don't know. And so we started to go through some ideas and then we just tweeted out the link and the nothing but Netflix account tweeted out the link. And people were giving us such great suggestions and most of them are being covered on post-show recaps. Right. So if... Yeah, if you want to have inventing, uh, what is it, inventing Anna coverage, mm-hmm. it's on post show recaps being covered, and it's great content over there. So check that out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, many of the shows that people were suggesting, we've already done, and so yeah, yeah, uh, it, yeah it makes like, me feel like okay. that people are not subscribed to the podcast when they're asking for podcasts about Murderville. Exactly, we had uh, selling sunset. Sunset, yes. So, so, yes. So, listen, you might be late to the podcast, but please go in and check out some of our older episodes and get into the things that we already talked about because we've been on quite the journey here. And so this week was mm-hmm. a no different. Mm-hmm. But we did get some strong suggestions about this one here. And one of our best suggestions came from uh, our guest today. And so I guess we needed to bring in a genius to talk about this genius documentary. OK, of course, uh, he is our uh, go to guy when it comes to talking about music, of course, uh, that he hosts the Oxcord approved podcast. You could hear him on uh, silent podcast as well. Isaiah Goins is here. Isaiah, how are you? Listen, Rob, I'm so excited to talk about genius with you and Chappelle, because listen, Kanye West is a self-proclaimed genius. And I feel like in chaotic fashion, we should speak about this chaotic um, documentary. So I'm really excited to get started. Yeah. Break it all down. So 
I didn't know what this was going to be like. Uh, full disclosure, I, I really like this. Uh, I thought this was uh, really interesting uh, to watch, uh, that it is a uh, quote-unquote like trilogy. Uh, it seems like it's uh, basically there's three parts uh, to it. They it, uh, it seems unlike what they would normally do at Netflix, where they just drop the whole thing on you. Instead, uh, we're getting one a week. But in this uh, first part of the trilogy, uh, we are seeing... Basically, uh, Kanye from his like uh, like very early days around like uh, 2000, uh, maybe up, up up until what 2002, uh, where mm-hmm. Kanye is uh, going from just being a uh, producer. He's uh, putting out a lot of different beats for artists, notably Jay-Z, until he ultimately uh, ends up getting signed. Uh, And that's basically what we see here in um, the first part of this trilogy. But Chappelle, I know that you were hesitant to come here and talk about Kanye. Yes. Kanye. uh, Kanye. Kanye is not my biggest, like, it's not, it's not my, my favorite thing to talk about. I think um, like not the biggest fan of him uh, and some of his shenanigans. I've been very critical of Kanye West over the years, even back in 2002, I had things to say about Kanye West, but that's more like, about him as a personality and some of his actions mm-hmm. uh, that has nothing to do with him as an artist or like at, or his work ethic and even seeing some the way he moves here and his creativity like it's very hard to speak poorly about Kanye West uh, when it comes to those things but yeah as uh, on my list of favorite people he's just not he's not one of my guys you know and so uh I didn't know what this was going to be right like this could have very well been Kanye West you know, on his gospel tour when he was like having church service and then I'm out, I'm a hundred percent out. I don't want to talk about that at all. But this here, the like origin story, baby Kanye of how Kanye came to be. No, this is good content. And I think people are going to like enjoy watching this and, you know, and following up with the other two parts of the trilogy as they uh, drop. Yeah. So this part is like the origin story of Kanye and we don't really know where the other two parts are going to go uh, then, you know, like just how far into present day Kanye are, are we going to see uh, in part two and part three? But I know Chappelle's not a Star Wars guy. I, I, Isaiah, are you, are you a Star Wars guy at all? I love Star Wars. Okay. I'm a super fan. I, I, I kind of feel like, is, is this like sort of like the Star Wars prequel trilogy? Is this like the Anakin Skywalker? Are we seeing sort of like uh, the young, like, oh, he's look at, look how powerful he is that this uh, guy is going to go on to be uh, this uh, great force. Uh, and then is he going to be like, end up uh, taking like uh, a bad turn at some point? It feels more like, uh, and more than Star Wars, it feels like a Marvel series with mm-hmm. like an origin story, and you're just starting from backwards, you know? Yeah, and kind of like a, a villain origin story, no? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> if we're just talking about the music business, um, no, nah, he could be considered a villain there too. So, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. It, anybody out here picking fights with Kid Cudi? I'm sorry. I, we have to look at you crazy at that point. And I'm that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I, I just think we should hear Kid Cudi's mm-hmm. side and probably just take his word for it. Well, but um, yeah, yeah. But Kanye definitely has a. I, I will. I will say this is not like he might be an anti-hero to some, mm-hmm. you know. But it's definitely going to get into you know some of the less likable things about Kanye. But this first one is very like 
this is the reason why he is Kanye. Right. You know, like this, mm-hmm. this part shows why we have to hear from him all the time, like why he's never going away and why he will always be in the minds of people who listen to rap music um, or just music in general. He's just that impactful. And this first part kind of highlights that. But in this first part, and again, I, I did not come into this as like, oh, you know, I, I love Kanye. I got to see uh, more about him. You know, I uh, know a lot of like what I've seen of him, you know, from uh, the media and definitely had uh, like one, uh, you know, distinct view of him. But I, I thought he's nothing but likable here in uh, this uh, first part of the trilogy. So, I mean, this is the epiphany of when people say, I miss the old Kanye. They say mm-hmm. that a lot um, because this is before he lost his mother, um, yes. Donda West, who we did to, get to see in this documentary. Um, and she's, she was like, she's amazing in this. Absolutely. And, and that's just how she is in general. She was a huge support system for his life. Um, so when he does eventually lose her, which I'm sure we're going to see at some point in this documentary series, um, th- that's kind of where you can see Kanye like spiral a little bit. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see what that transformation looks like if that was even filmed um, in, in Genius, because uh, I, I know that he talks about it a lot in modern day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I I'm one of those people who yes I too would like to the old Kanye mm. but music wise but as a person I think there's even seeds here I think there's definitely stuff here that you can look at and say oh yeah that's definitely the Kanye West we have today it's probably downplayed a lot more back then because he had a lot less he was less flashy because he had a lot less to work with or whatever but now that he's a public figure I think those those tiny things in this in this part of the documentary that are like oh that's an interesting thing he said or that's an interesting way he acted there it's very much uh, amplified now that he's on like a, gr- a grander scale because I've always said the old Kanye made better music but he was still the same person mm-hmm. and so uh, you know horrible things happen in your life but like I said I think I think they're little like uh uh, breadcrumbs here that could lead you back to like oh yeah this might have always been Kanye yeah and I think that's uh, so cool about this where you, you sort of like see this like origin story of like uh, you know one of like uh, the most like uh, famous people uh, in pop culture and this is documented all by a guy Cootie who started filming Kanye back in Chicago uh, back you know 20 some odd years ago and just saw something in Kanye where he's like, okay, this guy is going to be a star and I'm going to document his journey. And you have like all of this footage. Uh, I mean, it's not like a totally dissimilar from uh, the, you know, uh, recent Beatles get back where, you know, we had all this footage of the Beatles from, you know, and and that was in one specific period of time over the course of uh, like uh, one show that they were getting ready to do. But this is sort of like the same sort of like, uh, like archival footage that I don't think that too many people have ever seen in the time uh, since it was recorded yeah yeah and just even add on to that i think that we're starting to enter this more i mean obviously documentaries have been around forever Mm -hmm. um but specifically with these artists it's starting to seem that we're getting a lot more documentary series where beforehand it was um like an a biopic era where like we're getting like um straight out of Compton, you're getting all eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're getting even um the uh, the Queen. They 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 had a their little movie too. Like it seems like the Crown, the Crown. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like um all these people have been around forever, just filming these people, just sitting on this footage, trying to mm-hmm. figure out what to do with it. So I mean, I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Right. The the backstory here is that Cootie met Kanye West like um 
in the south side of Chicago in 1995 at like a barbershop, right? And he could tell that Kanye had this amazing charisma and like one day Kanye will will get his Grammy. And when he has a Grammy, like I will be able to be there and say I filmed it because Kanye had uh, like racked up all of these like these um like industry connections. He had been producing so much from that from that time on. He just goes on to produce so much for these big names. And so it was like very clear that one day, you know, even if it's just for production, he will win a Grammy, right? And so Cootie's like, oh, look, I can record this and everything's like, and then I'll have my big moment. But Kanye ends up winning multiple Grammys around 2005. And you would think that's when this documentary is released. And quite frankly, it's just not. Um, because at that point, him and Cootie, they have a falling out. And there's just this whole moment of like, is this footage even going to mean anything? So he's been sitting on this footage for years and just recently got Kanye to give the okay that this mm-hmm. would be something they could go ahead with releasing. So this is very much not only a Kanye documentary, but this is also a documentary about Cootie because it's, it's Kanye from his eyes and the actions that dictate his career as a filmmaker um, and some of the things that he does as far as like being the videography of videographer for some of Kanye's music videos. So, uh, yeah, so this is the tale of two different stories at the same time, but Kanye is the star of the film. Okay. Uh, is Cootie well known for doing, uh, anything in the interim between when he was making this and when this documentary came out? See, I'm not familiar with Cootie's work, like while he was not, with Kanye, but mm-hmm. he does get credits for like um, throughout this throughout this documentary. You'll see that they're using the raw footage, but th- that raw footage was also used in Kanye's music videos. Yeah. So you'll see moments where like there are scenes from Through the Wire that are actually taken from that these clips that are put into the video and is now used in the documentary. So I think once Through the Wire happens um, and some of those other moments where um, you heard it first was using Cootie's. Um, Cootie's footage, I think it does make space for Cootie to have a career outside of Kanye, but I think just the vision of the actual documentary is lost when they have their falling out. Okay. Netflix acquired the rights to this documentary. They paid a, uh, a certain sum of money. Isaiah, how much money do you think that Netflix paid for the rights to the genius uh, Kanye trilogy? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could try to make a rough estimate. I mean, if I'm thinking Kanye's net worth is like in a billion, so obviously he's, but he's not getting that money. So Cootie, I don't know how much is, is, is he uh, is he hustling for this? Because I mean, look, who doesn't want to see a Kanye West documentary? I mean, I know he was against it. So the the moment you're publicly against it, you got TMZ covering it, and then you finally bring it in, you probably had to rack in a lot of money for this, Rob. Chappelle, what do you think? Oh, I have no clue. Like Isaiah was saying, like this this is probably like 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 heavily lauded as something that like, oh, we gotta get our hands on, you know, like especially with Kanye and his actions right now. Uh we talked about kind of what Cootie did in the yeah. interim. Um and you know, other music videos like Windows Seed. But also he did like a thirty for thirty for uh ESPN. And you know, ESPN's thirty for thirties had been acquired for Netflix uh mm-hmm. for a while as well. So I don't know if this is just like a Netflix thing or if uh, Netflix is gonna try to take, you know, take the cheap route and just kind of lowball them and see if they can keep them around for a little bit longer. Yeah. I have no clue. Thirty million dollars for genius. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Not yeah. bad. Probably could be more. Yeah. And, more. and this comes at a good time for Kanye because I think that can uh, help change the narrative on Kanye because right now, uh, not getting such great publicity because uh, notably he is, you know, 
down bad for Kim Kardashian <laughs> right now, right? I mean, Rob, has has Kanye ever really had positive publicity? I mean, mm. let's be honest. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. It's been a minute. And yeah. yeah, this could help, but also I could see a world where this doesn't help that much um, because we know that there was a falling out. So we don't know what the third part is going to look like once oh, yeah. it's all put together. Yeah. It could very much be the falling out. We could have live footage mm-hmm. of Kanye from uh, Cootie's perspective, like maybe being too big for him at that point and not giving yeah. him the space and like recognizing that like, no, the people that you left behind are still people and that they exist. We don't know yet. And so we are, we are, have like the, like the luxury of only talking about part one, but I would definitely tune in for part two and part three. Cause I want to well, see where this is going. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you from Wikipedia that they say mm-hmm. that, on May 6, 2021, it was announced that Netflix had acquired a documentary about Kanye West uh, with unseen archival footage from the past two decades, including his career in music and fashion, the death of his mother, Donda West, and his unsuccessful 2020 presidential campaign. Yeah, that's what I was going to say at the very beginning. You mm-hmm. see him with like the bulletproof vest and everything. I've seen that outfit before. That's around the same time where he was running for president um, and he did his little conference and everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, uh, this is at least we're getting at least to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm very curious to see what, what this downfall is going to be like because uh, that was a chaotic time. Mm-hmm. It, it. it was and i think it's going to take a lot of spin mm-hmm. to make that kanye yeah. look like a like legitimate yeah. person that you would want to look into their life and say like no no though no, i support all the things that this person has done right like nobody is perfect mm-hmm. but that that is a definitely going that's going to be a tough one you know to like mm-hmm. to combat kanye saying like no i think we should listen to tucker carlson more and like mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. all those are like really kanye really mm-hmm. so part three might be wild a little different yeah. Yeah, a little different than part one, but uh, we're here for the ride. Okay, uh, the film is called Gene Yus, but it's spelt J-E-E-N hyphen Y-U-H-S. Is that meaningful in any way? I feel like they were just doing it so you can know how to... Uh because he really kind of like yeah. really like enunciate certain words like you can sort of like say like genius <laughs> yeah something like that. like a really hard like yeah <laughs> yeah no. i can see it like that i mean it might have to just be like one of those things where you know, Kanye talks about the pronunciation of his own name a lot, you mm-hmm. know, like and how people weren't able to say Kanye or, you know, or Kanye, depending on who you are. Uh, but uh, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, no, I'm a genius. Spell it out. Sound mm-hmm. it out. Here it is. This is me, the genius. And so I, I think it's clever, you know, to spell it like that, mm-hmm. uh, because Kanye dipped his toe in the fashion. Yeah. You know, he's pretty deep in it right now. And so I thought this could have been about his fashion. And that's why I didn't mm-hmm. want to talk about it too. I was like, I don't oh, know. Oh, that would, well, that would be it if they called it jeans. Yes. Jeans. Yes. 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 It was yes all exactly. About, all about the jeans, pants. Yes. Make. Yeah. Jeans. <laughs> yes. Um, exactly. That the cast of this on Netflix is credited as just one person in the cast. Yay. Mm. As he should. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah because right. he legally did change his name to yay that's mm-hmm. right he did he's yay now and you know we'll see parts in this uh this documentary where he's talking about like no my name is kanye west that's my stage name and that's what i want to be named as but one day i want to drop the the west from my name and that's my goal but also now i just want to drop the con is from my name as well i'm well, just yay so <laughs> but there's also off. a point where that they didn't put west on his name and he's upset about that he's like what, what why would like who's why am i just kanye 
Like, right. sure, if you're hanging Kanye. out with me, I'm Kanye. But, like, I'm Kanye West. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like Kanye does erratic things sometimes, you mm-hmm. know? Like, <laughs> and, and this is the same episode. Like, and within one episode, he's like, make sure you put my last name on there. But also, I really want to drop my last name as yeah. he's going by mm-hmm. a third of his actual mm-hmm. name right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Just the very, very, very weird choices, but it's his life. One other thing on the genius uh, thing that we find out that uh, Kanye, uh, that... It, the dog's name was genius, Isaiah. Oh. <laughs> this is like finding out that Indiana Jones, the, 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 the well, we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> but you look, you learn something every day, right? Like, I feel like that was like a little uh, a trivia question I even know about. Yeah. Well, he says like the dog could get out of anything. Like, that's yeah. why we even the dog, the dog could get is smart. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in my family is smart, Kanye says. And so the dog's name is genius. And look at that full circle. Here mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. We definitely see, um, uh, a lot of like traits that he has right now in like his younger life too. I'm like, all right. Like when, I don't know if y'all saw it when he was like, I have a little addiction that he was buying a certain magazine or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm like, all right, well, I see where your music. That was, was yeah, yeah, that was wild. Um, <laughs> so that, yeah. Uh, Kanye stops at a newsstand for our younger listeners. A newsstand is where people would go to buy periodicals of things like mag Isaiah things like magazines you know you know magazines (laughs) okay yeah as a child have you were you familiar that people used to buy porn off the street um listen I I've I've seen documentaries yes I have that like this one like this one and and, 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 and Kanye Kanye uh that he that uh again that you know pornography was not widely available at this time Isaiah and uh, that he purchases a magazine. I believe it's Black Tail magazine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the yes. one. Uh, I feel like that would be so embarrassing. And well, like, uh, why, why would they put this in the documentary? Did, did uh, Kanye not have like uh, rights to like the edit here? I don't think he actually watched it before mm-hmm. they, they give it out. Right? Like it wasn't a plot yeah. point. It was just like first, like why why didn't Kanye say to his his friend like uh like hey uh like turn hey, turn the camera off for a minute, right? Like, pick Anytime up a mag- you see me ma- this magazine. Buying- yeah, buying adult magazines. Maybe just leave that part out. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, no. They even have Kanye saying, like, I have a little bit of an addiction. And I'm thinking he's going to reach for a cigarettes or something. And he definitely was like, yeah, pass me black tail up there. Yeah. You know, I was and, like, Kanye. Yeah, the guy's <laughs> like, all right, that's $8. They $8. <laughs> right. How, look how far we've come. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why he included it. Like, the new Kanye... $8. He probably hasn't seen, you know, a dollar bill in a very long time. So $8 mm-hmm. he would no. scoff at. He probably could afford the whole newsstand. If not, several of them. And so, yeah, they, maybe just showing his humble beginnings, I guess. Yeah, it's like $8 is still a lot for any magazine. That's a, yeah. so that's a good amount, yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it, yeah for sure. I guess we it's one of those magazines that you don't throw away for mm-hmm. a while. You just keep it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Collect the <Collect item>. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Should we go back to the beginning of the story of the uh, origin story of how uh, <laughs> young Kanye uh, first uh, met up with Cootie? Yeah, let's talk about it. Like I said, they met in the barbershop back in the day, but then like Kanye basically becomes a like a citywide like name where everybody knows that he's out here. And so Cootie is trying to do his own things as a comedian and stuff. But a part of him really wants to do this Kanye West documentary, uh, but at the very least wants to talk about you know mm-hmm. the streets of Chicago and like the the hip hop in Chicago and be more like a filmmaker of just to. To, I right. guess kind of take care of that time you know in a in a place where it wasn't being documented what was going on Isaiah so much about this is about how uh, Kanye is from Chicago he's gonna really like put Chicago on the map uh, in the hip-hop game do you think that he made a mistake by not going as Kanye Midwest <laughs> Kanye Midwest? Um, no. Um, I think that Kanye West is more uh, marketable. Well, he didn't know, but mid is going to turn out to be bad. Listen, I mean, I, yeah, but that I mean, should, like, that should be you, the first part of his name that he would drop is drop the mid. I mean, look, yeah, I was about to say if you put mid in anything, if you, you hear anyone say mid now, people think mid is yeah, bad. That's bad. You don't really want to do that. Yeah. Um, I think Kanye West rolls off the tongue easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, probably. Not to say that some of Kanye's recent projects weren't mid, but what else was going to be that <laughs> yeah. later on? Because who else was yeah. from Chicago? Uh, uh, Jermaine Dupree? Jermaine Dupree? I don't think he was from Chicago. Who, uh, who else no, was from like, Ch- the, the biggest names that you'll get from Chicago here are like Common. Yeah. So Common is the one, like he's like the one who made it out. Like he was like the first one to say like, I'm moving to New York. And after try, after try, after try, Common finally like found real success as a rapper. But he was always, Common Sense, people know him in Chicago for sure, right? But you also have Twista, you know, mm-hmm. known for rapping really, really fast. Mm-hmm. The Brat is out there. Uh, Crucial mm-hmm. Conflict out there. Do or Die as well, you know, like big do or die fan from back in the day. Uh, but yeah, so that like Chicago had its own little network of hip hop, but it was in a time where hip hop was very much uh, East coast versus West coast. Yeah. Right. And so these other regions were trying to make a name for themselves and show that they too had something to bring to the table as somebody from Texas. Like I very much was like in the South thinking like, well, what are we, well, what are we doing? You know? And we had our moments too of like, uh, the South with Scarface and, you know, like even like Atlanta hip hop and stuff like that. Like they're very like vivid image of like hip hop awards where, you know, Andre 3000 is calling like grabbing the mic and being like the South is here, you know, like, so every region was trying to make a name for themselves in hip hop, just like Chicago was, but Kanye like took it upon himself to be like, no, 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 I'm gonna be the one 
to get this to happen because it just hasn't happened yet. And luckily, yeah, Cootie on the same uh, at the same time doing the Channel Zero thing that was uh, like amplifying his reach a little bit. Was that a big deal, Channel Zero, or was it just sort of like a like a public access thing? I mean, I feel like any kind of like televised like publicity at that time is a big deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. I, I mean, you don't really have like what you saw that they were using flip phones back then so like they didn't really have like a huge source outside of like radio and television to really get your name out there so um i would seem so yeah yeah for sure and it's it's kind of like it might not be big like nationally but it's such a big thing to the people that it that it actually impacts right because it's like for in your world where like there's not a lot of this being covered it's like yes this is the thing that's made for us by us in our area about us and it tells our yeah. story so yeah like so it's not like something that's gonna probably go down in like national he- history as like this big like news station or this big television show but for the people in Chicago that were trying to make the, a name for themselves or just people in Chicago in general it's kind of like it was like the they're like a homegrown product and they really uh they really like held on to it like yeah. it started in 1994 and we're talking about it now here it is in 2022 so you know like it, it made its impact the way it needed to yeah they didn't really uh get into like what the reach of channel zero was uh like uh you know if it aired like just like on uh local television or um you know uh you know uh where it ultimately went but i mean it's like at a time when video doesn't really exist on the internet, like it was, you know, it's the kind of thing where it would be like probably much more widely seen now because of the reach of the internet and YouTube, where people all over the world would be able to watch stuff like this. But you know, it's the kind of stuff where it's just like uh, being seen by like uh, you know a very small group of people. Almost feels like sort of like like college TV. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't have to be a national thing, but for the like for the the population that it's it's impacting, it's very yeah. big, you know. And but so, if you're in Chicago like, in the hip hop scene, like you're watching this, right? You know, you might not be a big uh sub, like podcast listener, but if you're a Survivor guy, you know about RHAP, mm-hmm. you know. And go. so it's it's one of those things, you know. In our in our network, this is a is a big deal. Yeah, it's it's also really interesting, I'll say, to see how small the Chicago rap scene was back then, because if you like fast forward to now, Chicago rap is huge, um, specifically like Drill. You got like Chief Keef and all them, you got G Herbo. Uh, and even outside, you got like Chance, who's actually one of Kanye's prodigies. And you got all these other people. So it's like it's I, I actually give Kanye a lot of credit to that, because I think he also did um, bring a lot of attention to that area, as well as I think he he's one of the few artists to actually like allow newer people to like hop on his stuff and gain some attention so um i do give kanye a lot of credit for like how different the the rap community is with chicago now. so at the time where this is all getting started that kanye is producing and uh, he uh came up with the beat that uh jay-z used in uh h to the izzo and <laughs> He like, uh, you know, is a huge song. Uh, Everybody knows it. And Kanye is only seen, though, as like a producer in the eyes of Jay-Z and not a rapper. uh, Why wouldn't Jay-Z give Kanye a chance? Um, I mean, when when you don't know the guy, and I, I think at first he was promoting himself as a producer. Um, so when you you know, I think Kanye was like literally just looking for an opportunity to go on that project. I wish we got to see more footage of that, but obviously we didn't. Um, but I mean, look, it, when you're like a, a nobody at the time, and Jay Z wants to work with you mm-hmm. on a beat, you want you look if you want to be on that that track list, you're going to do whatever you need to do. Um, so I mean, look, Jay Z at hear- the height of his powers. 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we saw Kanye trying to like start rapping a little bit later on within this episode or this part, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he was just a producer for a first for a little bit. And I mean, he still is a producer now. Um, so, you know, that's also a big portion. It's no like easy feat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd argue that Kanye is a genius producer. Mm-hmm. I'd argue that Kanye is an above average rapper. And so I feel like if where people like rap is like almost like a dime a dozen, like there, there are millions of rappers. Like you sit in your house, you decide like, I, I put this together. I like this. I want to be a rapper. I'm a rapper now. Like, and, and Jay-Z is probably approached with a ton of that. He's probably approached with a bunch of people who can rhyme. But when he heard Izzo, his reaction was like, oh, no, this is the song. This is the moment. This is what you are. This is why God put you here is to make songs like this. So it's kind of like, yeah, from like, yeah, you could be a good rapper, but you are blessed to have the skill that you have as a producer. And I think you would be like crazy to put that to the side to start rapping. Like you should be focusing on beats. And I think for I need more someone hits. like Jay-Z. Yeah, but for someone like Jay-Z and some of these other rappers that are name dropped throughout here, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, everybody can rap. And no, no, everybody cannot rap. But people like to say, like, I would like to be a rapper. Like, if you put string words together, you can be a rapper. But, like, Kanye, we don't have time to put on more rappers. We have a ton of rappers. What we need is more great beats. And you got that. And so I think they just weren't willing to give them a shot because they're, like, inundated with people who are like running up to them on a street corner and trying to spit bars at them. And Kanye is very much that guy. Kanye West is the person who in the middle of his conversation is going to be like, listen to this thing I just made and this rap I just made for you. And you're like, okay, yeah, cool. But when you hear his beats, it's undeniable talent. So I think that's one of the reasons why it was harder for him, for like someone like Jay-Z to be like, okay, I want you to rap with me as opposed mm-hmm. to just produce. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing here is that as like, I, I find it interesting that Kanye, of course, realizes that, like, maybe I need to move to New York and get out of here or whatever. And the film kind of makes it look like, you know, Kanye moves to New York. They lose sight of him for a while. And then, um, you know, Cootie sees him at, like, the what, the BET Awards later on and decides, like, oh, yeah, that's the guy. But I think the story is actually that uh, Cootie had moved away as well. He moved to Miami, I think. Um, for well, he he moved uh, away, or he was like trying to do like a documentary about Michael Jordan. I think is what it was, and then he mm. ends up getting robbed. Yeah, other Miami. people are already on that, Cootie. Right, Jeez. exactly, exactly. And so they 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 the, the the haters got him. His enemies came after him. If you oh, no. And, oh no! Oh yeah. no! <laughs> yeah, and so Cootie has to like revamp his whole situation. Like he was on the way to doing like this big thing about Michael Jordan's return to the NBA, um, but again, once he got robbed at gunpoint and stuff, and he like lost his car, he lost all his footage about that documentary he was going to do. So there's something like, now what do I do? And then the Kanye West thing happens and he has the inspiration to give us what we have and that we're watching on Netflix right now. Wait, so the people that robbed him took his Michael Jordan footage? Yeah, he had like Michael Jordan footage. He had filmed like Magic Johnson, Puffy, Jennifer Lopez in Miami, all this other stuff because they all love Michael Jordan and can speak so highly of him because it was about him returning to the NBA. Well, once he got robbed at gunpoint in Chicago... His car had where the footage was where the footage was located. They took the car, they took the footage, and now mm-hmm. Cootie has nothing. Um, Cootie but, said, you know, no like, more documentaries about people that are already famous. Nobody's nobody's <laughs> right. gonna steal my Kanye footage. Nobody knows who he is. <laughs> exactly, and I'm happy that they did it because this is some uh, good television that we got right here. So you think that some uh, uh, robbers have the Michael Jordan footage out there somewhere? 
I mean, possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably out there. Who do you, who do you think is like benefits the most from like stealing the Michael Jordan footage though? Like who's the, the last Michael Jordan? Well, Michael Jordan. <laughs> that he is the, the the call is coming from inside the house. Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, burn that wizard's footage. footage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid yeah. of it. Dark yeah. times. Dark mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Um, okay. So, is it, uh, so Cootie, uh, he's going to go out to New York and hang out, uh, and follow Kanye around in New York as, uh, Kanye is, uh, chasing down this, uh, getting, getting signed as a, a, a rap artist. Exactly. Basically, basically yeah. Uh, you know, he's, I, the, the one thing that, I, I liked about Cootie just like I liked about Kanye is that they both are hustlers and I think that it's, it's almost like a blessing that like he really was like working to get to the point where he is I mean like look you have to put a lot of stock to drop everything you're doing just to film someone who's chasing a dream like you just mm-hmm. gotta really put a lot of stock into that so um, the good, good for him because listen if Kanye didn't get that I don't know where Cootie would be doing with his life um, he might be working at one of those burger spots just like some of those other people so yeah it was messy Mm-hmm. That's true. Was Cootie involved in Kanye's business in any other way other than uh, filming him as a documentarian? I mean, it doesn't look like it, but it does show, like, like I said, they used a lot of his footage in the music video for mm-hmm. one of Kanye's first videos, Through the Wire. So, in Through the Wire, there's a there are moments that basically you could just pluck them right out of this Netflix documentary, and they are in that video because it's very much like a like an origin story. The song itself is the origin story of Kanye. It is like, hey. I was the next up and coming thing. And then I got in this car accident and it kind of ruined everything. And now I'm like trying to push through, like he recorded a version of through the wire while his mouth was wired, you mm-hmm. know? So like very much tells that story. Um, and Cootie's footage is in the, uh, is in the Netflix documentary. Um, I, I remember the scene in the documentary where it's a woman who's like talking about like, Oh, I was going to be in Jay-Z's video, but like, and Kanye's like, Oh, well, what are you working on now? And he's like, Oh yeah. The next Kanye video. Boom! That clip right there is in through the wire, and it ends up. Mm-hmm. She ends up in the next Kanye video. Uh, I wish they could track that woman down and give her some money um, <laughs> because she is a part of you know history at this point when it comes to that. And because Netflix is shelling out millions of dollars, I, that lady was asking for somebody to pay for her lunch. I'm sure she would benefit yeah. from a few thousand dollars. Chappelle, when does uh, Kanye get into car accident? Um, so Kanye ends up getting in the car accident. They're going to talk about it in the next in the part. Next part. For okay. Sure. Because I wasn't sure yeah. because we get retainer Kanye here in, in this. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if that was part of, you know, that he's had some sort of like a dental surgery. Yeah, no, he, he, he definitely just has, was, a, reta- just point, has a retainer. Yeah. yeah. So he ends up getting in a car accident late in October, I believe in October, 2002. So this is basically Everything leading up to that is what we talked about right. thus far, and so yeah, it just looks like Kanye has a like a teeth thing. He uh, like had a retainer in, and so he he, he was kind of mumbled and jumbled then. But mm-hmm. like I said, once he gets a car accident, it basically changes the way his mouth moves, and so his voice never is the same. Kanye doesn't sound the same as he did back then as he does today. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I had an accent back then too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you are in that area, uh, Isaiah. So does Chicago? Does he have like a strong Chicago accent uh, I'm right now? Close to Chicago, but as you say, closer to me. But no, yeah, he does. He does sound like uh, someone who lives in the city. Yeah, I'll give him that. Like he does. He sounds nothing like he does now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
uh, Kanye, he can't get signed by uh, Jay-Z. I, I thought it was really uh, bold that they just like uh, stormed uh, the uh, Rock Nation offices one day. Right. I, Isaiah, now explain to me what's going on in this scene. So he's like, just like pulls yeah. up. So so basically Kanye and, and his his posse, like they pull up or whatever and they're, and they're Rockefeller records basically playing their music for everyone possible. Anyone, if you work there, he's playing his music for you. And, um, you know, it, it's interesting because one, I think the, first of all, he only got him probably just because like he made music for uh, Jay-Z and everything. And, you know, they're probably tight. But I thought it was interesting how every single person in that building was like, this is hot. This is good. And then they just didn't do anything about it. And it's only because... And it, it's almost like a message. These people do not support you unless you're up. And it's like he had a hit song right in front of their faces. And, di- and they did. They were like, oh, this is good. Head bobbing. All right. You got to go. I got to get back to work. It's like y'all can't hook him up with Jay-Z or something. Like, I know one of y'all got the connection and they were just trying to stay, keep him away from him. So it's it's like he's trying to get that Rockefeller uh, uh, deal. But it's just like no one was really biting at it. You know, they were just listening. Chappelle, you think uh, Jay-Z is always like, all right, lose that guy. All right. I'm not here. <laughs> yeah. Jay-Z has no clue this happened. Like he mm-hmm. was not like he was in he was in a business meeting. Because it's very telling that Kanye does not march into Jay-Z's office. He does not walk right up to Dame Dash at any point. Like this is Kanye like talking to the marketing uh executive, you know, the marketing assistant and like talking to whoever he can see. Like just listen to the song. Because for a lot of people, I think that's what the dream is. Like, if you hear this one song by me, that'll be enough for you to give me my big break, right? Like it only takes one Laffy Taffy or, you know, a uh, Soldier Boy Tell em song, you know, where it's like this one hit is the reason why you are now like a household name for however long. And that can give you other avenues. Kanye could get in the door because of Izzo. Right. He could walk into the mm-hmm. room because of Izzo, but he could not still walk up to Jay-Z yet as a rapper. So he's still like trust trying to get Rockefeller to be on his same page. Like, listen to this thing that I did. Isn't it great? But like Isaiah was saying, there are people in the hallways on footage saying like, hey, man, this Kanye guy is great. He's great. Get at him for some beats and then walking away. It was like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> like, listen to the rap. They're like, yeah, but this beats, whoa, he's this beats is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might be because he was already on, right? He had already got that Jay Z seal, seal of approval for his beats. He was looking for that as a rapper, and he just hadn't got it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say I think it's literally just because they had a camera in front of their face and they're like, oh, you just want get gassed up. OK, hey, Kanye West, y'all, he's great. Uh, uh, and then they just keep moving on, you know, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the move. Like, it's just coming with a camera. Everybody's going to be extra nice to you. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got to say, well, something. say something. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but like even in those moments where he's playing the song, like the thing that Kanye does throughout this and, um, you know, I'm sure Cootie is going to talk about it at some point is that he's rapping directly at Cootie. So a lot of the, the, the like tracks that he's using, he's not writing them down or recording them in the studio. He has a camera following him. So he's practicing his lines as he's just rapping on him. So he's now doing this to everybody in the building. And no disrespect to Kanye. Like, I get it. You're a genius. And everybody like people are, are sleeping on you in this moment. But they also at work. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm like typing and answering emails and you like hey bro listen to this track I'm like oh oh okay yeah yeah oh, oh, I'm sorry Kanye I'm sorry I need just a second I, I have a call thank you you know like <laughs> that's happening as well that's the thing with being like uh, mm-hmm. like an up and coming rapper that a lot of people will I, I like will identify with is that like people will see them like always trying to get someone to listen to them right. problem is 
everybody world ain't like, let me stop and listen to your music. But Kanye is like, you gonna stop and hear me today. And so it's a lot of that on footage. Right. I mean, if we had like, yeah. uh, you know, RHAP offices and somebody just came in like, hey, you gotta listen to this podcast. Listen to this. This is gonna be great. Like, oh, oh yeah, sounds good. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you need us to validate to your parking? Yeah. Okay. Right, exactly. Like, all right, Kanye. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yep, yep, cool. So, like, I, I can't make that decision, you know, but for mm-hmm. Kanye's point of view, he's like, he's made so many connections and that he's just going to keep leaning into his connections until one of them pays off. He thinks that, like, there's no way this is not going to work out for me because I've already touched base with the people that I need to touch base with. They just have to hear me now as a rapper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, throughout this entire part, that's just what he's struggling with. So he ends up going uh, back to Chicago. Uh, what was the, the going on back in Chicago? It was an award show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like a it was a um, a music showcase. So like a panel yeah. type discussion, like a convention. And mm-hmm. so they're like bringing in WGCI. I believe it is is like bringing in all these music artists from Chicago to kind of highlight them, kind of have them on panel. And it's not even just Chicago because I'm seeing like Jay Z was on the list and P Diddy mm-hmm. or Pub Daddy. Puffy? Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's Puffy, talking about. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. saw yeah. we saw Mace in this documentary. Okay. Yeah, you a big Mace yeah. guy, Rob? Uh yeah, it used to be Harlem World. Oh. Yeah, okay. breeze, stretch, shake, let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Kanye goes back home for this thing, and this is where we see him kind of complaining about his name, um, you know, not being listed as Kanye West. And the hotel wasn't that Kanye. nice. You know. oh. Yeah. Kanye gonna complain. I don't know if y'all have noticed that about him, but he gonna if he has a complaint, you're gonna hear about it. Big complainer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in Chicago, like I guess things aren't going that great. Like uh he's, he's getting a, a kind of down, but I, I thought one of the best parts of this whole thing is uh Kanye goes and visits uh with his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot going on here. Um, I think is this before or after he gets into like the 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 radio beef? This is after. Oh, this that is, he, yeah, that he's that he has a feud with a no ID. Yeah. Well, yeah, no ID and um and Doug Infinite are like are like his like predecessors in the production game or whatever. And I think what happens here, and Isaiah, you correct me if I'm wrong, but like yeah. basically Doug basically just dropped the diss track on Kanye out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and I think that's what led him to go visit his mom. I think it's it's either that or the other way around. Like he visited his mom and then the diss track happens, but there's some drama right there. Yeah, he was just basically, he was on his way to visit his mom. They hear on the radio that uh, Doug ID, ID, basically, he was hating on Kanye, basically saying that, oh, you know, I taught Kanye how to make beats and everything. And then, and, you know, now they just like going to the next level. He forgot about me. And Kanye pulled up on him and he said, yo, like, why are you talking trash about me? And all his, I think his, everyone that was with Kanye was like, listen, if I'm pulling up with somebody, like, we're not doing any talking. Like, I think they were ready to fight him. But Kanye, you know, he talked it out and the guy apologized, sort of, but not really. I mean, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get around to that. But it's like he basically spoke his way out of a, a whooping and basically Kanye went to go clear his name on the radio. So that's all that was. Um, and then he went to go see his mom after. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, you know, that guy was hating. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand what was the point of even going on the radio for that for clout? Yeah, I think it's both. Right. So I think the issue is that in uh, the double the XL magazine or whatever uh, you have, mm-hmm. um, you have Kanye West doing an interview and he has the moment to say, like, 
no ID and Doug Infinite put me on, right? That's basically what he's saying. And uh, but the interview drops and there is no mention of Doug. And so Doug's like, oh, this Kanye, he's he thinks he's all this and that and the other. He's not showing like paying homage to the people before him. He's just happy because Jay-Z picked up his little beat. Now he thinks he all that in the bag of chips, all this other stuff. And so that's when Kanye's like, No, but I did. I did say your name. I told them, like, you gotta believe me. They 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 just cut it out. And so yeah, like the the street people he hang out with, like, let's pull up on him. And Kanye, like, I mean, that's not really my style. I mean, I don't talk to him. And, uh-huh. But they're like, nah, like, you got to be held accountable. And he's like, I mean, we could just discuss it. And so um, they do have a converse, conversation where Doug basically says, like, from his point of view, Kanye basically just kind of like dissed him. He just left him out of the out of the mix. He's not giving him any credit for the moves that he's been making. And Kanye is saying it's a misunderstanding because I gave you credit. They just didn't publish it. And so the two don't really come to an agreement here. They, they, they dap each other up on some like, you know, the, the cameras rolling type stuff, but you got to know that this is one of those things where Kanye's like, let me go talk to my mom. Cause this yeah. ain't it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he did get to clear his name by telling his side of the story later on. Um, I did respect that Kanye said like, although all that is true, Doug did put me on. I don't owe him nothing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I agree a hundred percent. The work you did is the work that you did. You, you, t- you, you pay homage and respect to the people that, that you, that helped you. But at the same time, you don't got to kiss nobody ass Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kanye uh, goes to talk to his mom, uh, Donda. And uh, you know, she's uh, really great. You can see like uh, she has like such a big impact on him and uh, that she's able to, you know, talk to him in a way that seemingly uh, nobody else is able to talk to him. Um, she basically, um, you know, she kind of like uh, tells him that he needs to, you know, if he's going to be a star, he needs to act like, like the star, uh, but she's also telling him to also like, but also like, uh, you know, sort stay humble. Uh, she tells him about like, you know, when the giant looks in a mirror, he like, uh, he doesn't see the giant. He just sees himself, but everybody else, they're going to see, they're, they're going to see and react to the giant. He doesn't have to act yeah. like a giant. Exactly. It's like, if a giant looks in the mirror, he looks at a giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Because giant is relative. Like in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a world full of giants, everybody's a giant. Right. Um, so there's no, there is no giant, but for, for her telling Kanye this, she's like, okay, like everybody is looking up to something. And if you think you are the biggest thing and there's nothing to look up to, what are you looking at? Like, what is there? What are you at that point? And so I I just kind of like to remind her to say like, Hey, kind of stay grounded and realize that you can be a star, but also there's always room to grow. And that, you know, there are other people who are more of a star than you. You're not always at the top of the food chain all the time. You know, there, Mm -hmm. there are ways that you can, be a celebrity and be highly regarded as a genius and um, as a star without losing sight of who you are. And I think uh, if you are the giant, it's easy to lose sight of who you are. If you're looking in a mirror. Yeah. So that's the New York giants. (laughs) I mean, definitely like, I wish he took that, that uh, advice and kept it for his whole life. Because I mean, Kanye, I, I will say at this time, it really showed how humble he was a little bit. Um, and definitely, I, like I said earlier, hard worker um but um if you look at him now i mean it's almost like a shadow of his former self because i don't mm. really see i mean literally the documentary is called genius like you know like he he does a lot of big giant things and you know so i, I wish that he kind of uh, kept that mindset over the years mm-hmm. yeah 
I mean, one of the things that I noticed, even when he did his radio interview where he was clearing up the beef between Doug Infinite and, um, you know, himself or whatever, like they, they get his side of the story and then they're like, okay, now we're about to wrap up. And Kanye's like, wait, wait, you can't wrap me up. Hold on, hold on. And then like, it's like a phase to black while Kanye is losing it. I was like, wait, that's the Kanye. That is the same Kanye yeah. that everybody's saying like, oh, this is a new Kanye. I was like, no, there he is. He's still there. Um, he just, you know, had like gentle reminders from people every now and then to say like, you know, don't lose it. Yeah, don't lose it all the way. Well, this advice that his mom gives him, it does seem as though he loses it along the way, because I think that the image of Kanye now is that he's like hypersensitive to, uh, you know, whatever people are saying about him and often will have like a big reaction where uh, that's not what mom is saying about, you know, they're just like sort of like, uh, you know, the giant uh, doesn't necessarily pay too much attention to what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Uh, it's something that he just kind of loses, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's it was words from his mom because she knows her kid. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things like you know your kid, you got to say the words. Now she knows saying it like, oh, I hope it sticks this time. <laughs> uh, but she also knows that like it's probably not gonna stick this time. <laughs> like he'll get there eventually, but you got to say the words. And so I think this is what it was. But this meeting with his mom is what inspired him to go get signed by Rockefeller again because between the first time where he stormed the 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 office or whatever, he tried to go get signed with other labels and it just didn't work out. And so, yeah, this this conversation with his mom is like he's like, "Okay, I can do this. I can mm-hmm. go and talk to Jay-Z." And we're going to make this thing happen. Yeah. I say I loved it when uh, he was telling his mom about what it was like in the studio when Jay-Z first heard uh, the beat to uh, H to the Izzo. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like, you know, you get to break down a whole classic and then we get to see it in modern time. You know, I I love H to the Izzo. I remember uh, sitting in the back of my car with my dad and he mm-hmm. always blast in there. My dad's a huge Jay-Z fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, like I, I can see where the, this, this came from. Um, but no, it was cool. You know, who doesn't like telling their parents a success story, you know, like I, I think that was, that was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think her, her reactions are just very funny. She's very quirky. I, I like Nanda. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah, how would you react? You're, you're a rapper. So how would you react if you get the call that says Jay-Z wants to hear one of your beats and you got like one chance. Like, what is your reaction? How do you approach the situation? Wow. If if I got a call today that Jay-Z mm-hmm. wants to work with me after the moment yeah. that thing hangs up, I'm jumping up. And I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Like I would be freaking out because I mean, look, that is a huge gig. Like this is around. You know how Drake is for our time mm-hmm. right now? That's who Jay-Z was like. That man was in his prime. He was up next because Biggie and all of them are, are going. He is the one taking over Brooklyn right now. So for you to get a spot like that, I'm, I'm sure Kanye probably fell on top of the world. You know, he had his jewelry on, like his new chains. He, this man could travel anywhere he wants. He, the, you go walk into the Rockefeller uh, Records building, no, no, no security, nothing. He probably felt awesome. You know, you, you're meeting a lot of artists and stuff. So I, you know, I can feel that passion and energy from Kanye watching this, and it was just really almost. I'm not going to say self-reflective, but it's like, oh, that's the dream right there. You want to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. Are you so ready I, to go if Jay-Z's listening? I mean, that he might be looking for a podcast about the, see what people are saying about the Kanye documentary. Jay-Z, give me a call if you're actually listening. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready. What's up? <laughs> I, I made a prediction the other day, Jay-Z for the 2023 Super Bowl halftime show. Ugh. I mean, he's in charge of of the music for NFL. I don't think he want to be in it though. I mean, Why not? 
Well, I mean, yeah. look. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. Maybe, look, Ka- maybe Kanye will come out as as a part of the like a surprise. <laughs> oh, if Kanye West came out for a halftime, I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> I would be less shocked at Kanye coming out than Jay-Z, honestly. If it's Kanye, I'm like, oh, okay. No, Kanye, I, I, like, they couldn't really? turn the whole halftime show over to Kanye. Listen, no. if they turned it to him, he would basically hijack it and go on a monologue. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I don't mm-hmm. trust him yeah. with something like that. Yeah. I do not. No, he couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the next step for the NFL. Like, go to Jay-Z. <laughs> Again, I I'd, I'd, I'd probably see Kanye doing it before Jay Z. I just feel like once you're like at the top, you don't just have you don't just like come down for like stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can still dispatch this to other people and not be bothered with it. But we shall see. Yeah, like Jay Z literally has what Main America Music Festival in Philly only performed mm-hmm. him like once. So like, like you know, he doesn't feel the need to do anything anymore. Yeah. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So. Kanye is now pumped up from mom. Going to go back to New York uh, with the intention of finally uh, getting signed by Rockefeller. Yes. And um, so like this is where we start seeing the beginning of Jesus Walks, right? Another huge Kanye yeah. uh, hit. He has Rhyme Fest in the, in the booth, but he's telling us that like he's trying to leverage his connections with Scarface uh, from the Ghetto Boys um, to have him on the hook or at least to have him like listen to Kanye rap. Remember, Kanye is trying to get his own album off the ground, but he also he also wants to be taken seriously as a rapper. And so he needs the like the backing of these other rappers. And we've seen that he has it throughout, right? So like we've seen um uh who was it? Talib Kweli uh at points saying like, oh no, Kanye is great and we want to sign him. We've uh, for Rockets Records, uh same thing with uh most deaf or uh Yazin B uh, uh, Bay, I'm sorry, you know, whatever, uh, you know, his nom de plure, if you will. Um, and so, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think this is one of these moments where, like, he's he found the person he thinks Scarface is the guy because Kanye had gotten producer credits on something on the B side of uh, on my block, which is kind of uh, like, which is Scarface, one of his bigger records. And so, like, now he's like, yes, if I can get Scarface to say, yes, this is the guy, then this is gonna work. The sad thing here is that Scarface doesn't even get on the track. He just kind of leaves him mm-hmm. sitting there. But he does give good vibes. Good vibes, Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, at this time, what, Scarface, Freeway, uh, all those people, they were like, I'm not going to say the upper echelon, but they were just like right mm-hmm. under that, like, okay, cool. You know, so I, I think uh, Beanie Siegel, I had to name job Beanie Siegel. I was, it was on the top of my mind. Anyway, Beans. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was crazy that he got Scarface in there and he listened to Jesus Walks. He's like, 
play me something else. I'm like, what? Like, that's that <laughs> hard. But it, it almost shows you how hard-headed that people did not want to do anything different. They were just comfortable doing the same thing. Um, but he really resonated with family business. And I, I thought that that was a little cool thing. He really should have hopped on a verse for that. But then he just left and he come back. Like, I mean, okay, that's a little scummy, uh, Scarface. But at, at the end of the day, he got the cosign on camera. So, I mean, you know, that was the footage he was looking for. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scarface at the time was arguably one of the greatest rappers alive, yeah. you know, and like, and he, he, him being here in the room with Kanye West is just enough for you to tell your best friend, you know, like, oh my God, like, this is a life changing thing that happened to me. I met Scarface from the Ghetto Boys. Like, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, that was enough. Like, he got the, he got the, the backing from him. He, like, hey, this man told me that I'm up next. Cool. But he didn't quite get the, the, the feature that he was looking for. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it's kind of like, mm. But I wonder if Scarface is just saying in this moment, you don't need me for Jesus Walks. Like, you got it. It's this. It's done, you know? And in Scarface, if that is the reason why he didn't do it, then he wouldn't be wrong because Jesus Walks become a massive hit. We know Kanye West spends over a million dollars on the uh, video. We also later on see Aston Kutcher uh, punk him by stealing the footage, allegedly. <laughs> um, and so, and we see how that Kanye hit very close to home for Cootie. Yeah, it, well, yeah, Cootie was around when that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and so when Kanye gets punked, he acts like the Kanye that we know today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there you go. Uh, uh, so yeah, so for me, this is a, a a very iconic moment. And like, because that footage exists, it'll probably go down in history as one of like one of the bigger moments in hip hop history because it's the birth of Kanye, but also getting that nod from like one of the, the goats. Mm-hmm. What uh, turns around uh, Rockefeller on Kanye. Why? Why do they finally uh, feel like okay, we can give him this uh, record deal? Um. Mm-hmm. What? What? So, correct me if I'm wrong. They they sign him after he goes on MTV and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I think once he starts gaining notoriety in his own city, first of all, mm-hmm. um, his name starts going out there, then it starts going outside of it. And the basically, when you show up to an event and people know that you're Kanye West, um, I, I feel like that's really where the music and the image come full mm-hmm. circle. And I think really Kanye, um, I, I will say the fruits of, of all his hard work were finally starting to pay off. And yeah. like I said, it's unfortunate that we really didn't get much footage with like Kanye and Jay or Kanye and Con- like basically anybody. Jay Z's probably like, turn this camera off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't get to see You're all not filming that me. Stuff. Yeah, but but you know, like obviously they have some sort of bond there. I mean, like I I don't know we're going to see it, but if, if you hear one of the songs that Kanye mm-hmm. had, he said, "My big brother was Big's brother." Like. They have a bond. We just didn't get to see most of it on, on these cameras. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's just his hard work paying off. Yeah. And I don't think the bond, I, maybe the bond doesn't start until after this, right? Because he's not even signed. Yeah. Like, y'all can't be that close if, if Jay-Z won't even sign you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay-Z, who yeah. listens to your beats and stuff like that, if y'all that if y'all that close, then y'all good. There's, mm-hmm. there's, no, there's nothing yeah. you have to fight for here. I think this is him still trying to get there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, that MTV spotlight is probably right. what helps push him over the edge because um, he's been interviewed by MTV before, but about being a producer, right? And so now he's like, I have to be on the next show that will like publicize my music, you know, like my rapping. And mm-hmm. so he does end up getting that. They end up using Hootie's footage as well to kind of uh, propel that that uh, interview and that series that they do. Uh, and then, yeah, in August of 2002, we see Kanye talking, uh, about, you know, about like to Dame Dash and then like, 
he's ready to sign. I think it was actually before August. So maybe like the summer of 2002, he's like, like ready to sign with Rockefeller. And this is crazy because like he's sitting there at a Burger King talking about how like in a week, you know, he probably won't even be able to eat at these burger spots anymore. Cause he's going to be such a big name. He knows that his, his star is about to just like reach its highest point. Um, and he's not, you know, he doesn't even know if he's ready for it, but all his hard work, it seems to be paying off the last whopper. Exactly. <laughs> for Kanye. That's the next documentary yes. called. Yeah, The Last Whopper. <laughs> uh, but Chappelle, it, it is wild to think about like uh how much power uh MTV had uh even uh in 2002 where it's like okay, well I got to just get on once I get on MTV, that'll be my uh my big break and now like um MTV uh they don't even like uh play any music. Yeah, Isaiah, it would be like mean it would be like meaningless. Right, yeah. Isaiah, you're you're literally a baby. Um, have oh you ever God. seen a music video on MTV? Yes. Am I the RHAP uh, younger now? Yes. Anyway. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> you mean, um, first, first of all, Isaiah, you know you know what MTV is, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I think it's I think it's fun because back in the first season of Survivor, Rudy mm-hmm. was like, you know, I don't even know what MTV means. But now, like mm-hmm. that, you would have somebody who's so young and so cool that they don't even know what MTV means. Oh yeah, I know course. what MTV is. So I remember sitting on a couch with my dad. Yeah. And we were listening to How I Rule the World. I remember they would mm-hmm. do their whole countdowns and everything. I remember when MTV just did music. I, I honestly, I, I wasn't a huge MTV watcher until like Jersey Shore or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, MTV isn't. It, this was before the reality television and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was. A, it had a lot of influence. Um, I think outside of like radio, this is like the go-to place to really go to for music content. Um, and yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. These are, these were good times for MTV for sure. I remember the my block uh, Scarface video. I remember watching it all the time after school. They still had TRL uh, during this time. Exactly. Like, oh, we talked about Kanye and some of the Mm -hmm. other producers he was working alongside. And he mentioned Just Blaze in this um, in this documentary. And like, I remember Girls, Girls, Girls by Jay-Z, you know, Girls, 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 Girls. Mm -hmm. That was produced by Jay-Z. I mean, Just Blaze. And I remember that music video. I remember um, uh, Isaiah dropped Freeway and Beanie Siegel. But I remember the Rock the Mic video, too. You know, like this was MTV at its highest point for me as far as music. And so, yeah, of course, Kanye is thinking yeah, this is exactly where I need to be in order to get signed. Like people need to hear mm-hmm. me on this, on this stage and everything will work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MTV doesn't even have like a uh, one show that shows uh, a, a music video. It's a uh, ridiculousness and the challenge and teen mom. That's it. That's it. <laughs> on a loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and catfish. On a loop. Does, yeah. does VH1 still show music or? I don't think so. That... I don't think so. I don't even know. And what this is yeah. BET. And neither does BT. We like I we think, do not have a music channel anymore. Yeah, and it, and it's, and it kind of sucks because like growing up and coming home and listening to like and watching music videos was a part of you know being around in the early two thousands. Um, like for like being like a teenager or like a young millennial. I remember just getting off school, like out of school and going to watch 106th and Park on uh, BET to watch those videos. Then I switch over to TRL and you'd see like, um, you know, um, Britney Spears and Mariah, Mariah Carey on a treadmill or something like that. Like you see like a weirdest stuff, but you get to hear your music videos. And mm-hmm. even if it was just a short version of the music videos, like it got to the point where it was like 70 seconds of a video and then that was it. Like you didn't get the whole thing because it was more about like 
the reality side was creeping in. It was more about what these celebrities are doing, what are these artists doing with their lives, um, who's dating who, what are mm-hmm. you wearing, you know. So they moved away from music to the point where we're almost not talking about it at all anymore. Like I don't know if there's a like a place where that is like wanted. Like I don't know if anybody's like clamoring for that content, but it would be nice. It would be nice. I- I mean, I think when when Soldier Boy came out and made YouTube like a big place to like blow up, people just started going on YouTube and don't even need like to pay for like TV spots anymore. So uh, I yeah. blame YouTube for that. Mm-hmm. No, blame Soldier Boy. He started it all. Okay? Blame Soldier Boy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Listen, we have to give credit to Soldier Boy every time yeah. it's due, and it's literally yeah. always due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Soldier Boy definitely started all that. And yeah, not the one from Ninety Day Fiance. Not that Rock, one. Not, yeah, not, yeah, not Soja. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Talking about DeAndre here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, from Crips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, we we just see uh, on stage uh, they announce that Kanye is going to be part of uh, the uh, you know Rockefeller Records. Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course, uh, it's announced that Kanye is joining and, you know, there's like this little window of opportunity for him to go home again, you know, go back to Chicago, goes to his old house. We see like the humble stages of Kanye, you know, kind of like where you he could almost touch both like the walls in his house with his arms outstretched. Mm-hmm. That's how small the house was, but it's just showing like how far he's come. We also saw that with Cootie. Cootie got to do the same thing and go back and show us like Cootie's kind of always had the vid- videographer gene in him. You know, his dad brought, brought home a VHS recorder. Um, Isaiah, for you, that's something that you would use, to, you know, a VCR, you know what those are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I know what a VCR okay. is. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. And so, yeah, so Cootie's dad kind of instilled that in him. And so we see the the backstory of both of these individuals, kind of like where they, like the very beginning of where they both started. And yeah, and now their stars have collided here uh, on stage as Kanye is uh, being revealed in, at the Rockefeller concert. Um and we see other like re- like other like cameos from artists that you know are tied closely to Rockefeller as well. Like we see Pharrell and Beyonce there in mm-hmm. the in the backstage area too. But this is Kanye's moment. You know, Jay Z brings him out and they introduce Kanye as like the new member. He gets crowned with his uh his gold chain, his rock chain, and so uh yeah. Now we have it. We have fully formed Kanye West, uh, the one that. You know, this whole thing is about this is the Kanye. When people say they want the old Kanye, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we want to talk about what we might see in part two? Yeah. Isaiah, you probably were more familiar with like uh, recent Kanye events. What are we what do you think is coming? Um, I mean, based off of those previews, I mean, yeah. obviously we're going to see the car accident. And, and, and well, and where do you think the cutoff will be between part two and part three? Also, I think that that's an interesting spot to try to figure out what they're going to do. I think we're going to get the cutoff the moment he gets to rich status. Like when he gets money, I'm expecting that to be part three because that's more modern day things. I think that three different decades. I, I see. I feel like there's a lot to cover. Like what, when do you define when he got money? Right. Um, he's about to get money tomorrow. Like you, you, based you, off the, 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 the spot we lost in this documentary, like yeah. the money's about to come. I'm thinking more like when I'm, when I'm saying commercial success, I'm like, all right, like, uh, all right, Taylor, you, you did good and everything, but Beyonce had the best album oh. or, uh, you know, when he, that's, the shenanigans public publicly started, that's where I'm expecting part three to be more. Around. So mm. I wonder if, um, part two ends with his mom dying. Oh, um, yeah, that, I could see that. That's too. 2007. 
the the yeah. problem with the problem with that though is that like we know that there's going to be a like a, a spot where there is a lack of footage right like we know the falling out is coming between Cootie and himself so there's going to be a, a period that he's not even recording with Cootie so uh I don't know how in depth it's going to be around the time his mom is passing because I think at that time they the two had that were not like on speaking terms mm-hmm. um and so. Um, but you have to wonder, like, people look at that as a big turning point in Kanye West's life and career. Personally, I don't. But, like, I know people, like, largely will say that is, like, one of the inciting incidents in his life that has led him to be the Kanye that we know today. Um, and so I would be shocked if we, like, glance over that part. But I think that would be a good part to start uh, Start uh, part three. Uh the problem, though, with that is that that's 2007. Mm-hmm. It's 2022. There's yeah. so much Kanye to, to to cover from 2007 to 2022 that starting part three right there almost seems like a bad spot. Like, you probably could get through um, the death of his mother, you know, like the first three albums, all iconic, and maybe, like, up until, like, Jesus? You probably could get to, like, my twisted dark fantasy or something like that, like, mm-hmm. before starting this. So maybe, like, a little bit after that. Maybe, like, 2010-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, like, Life of Pablo era, that's where a lot of the crazy, crazy stuff happened, too, with, like, the going on stage and, and doing the monologues and beefing with Drake publicly and mm-hmm. all other stuff. There, there's just so much that... I, I don't know. I mean, when when did Cootie get cut off uh, again from um, Kanye? Because based on that, we could also not get a lot of coverage he can just say something like um look we were here we were close but then i stopped filming it but i just saw this on the news but then this is when i came back i I don't Mm -hmm. know yeah yeah it's one of those things where like we're really at the mercy of whatever they have on footage because there's so much right like if they wanted to just piece together news articles and documents they could because Mm -hmm. like like I remember like not only Kanye West snatching that award out of Taylor Swift's hand, but also like the the like George Bush does not care about black people. Yeah, like, that, that was that, that was right well. after yes. Katrina. Yeah, he's on stage with Mike Myers. Right, exactly. Yes. And Mike Myers is like totally oh. shocked. <laughs> he's not ready for this at all. Uh, but again, some again that that's the old Kanye. Remember, this is the Kanye that they said that they want back. And I'm like, it's the same guy, same guy. Um, and so um, yeah, I really don't know. It's just it's just gonna like it's all gonna be contingent on how much footage we have from this middle area before his star completely takes off. Because mm-hmm. once it takes off and the Grammys start coming in, that's when uh the the breakup happens between himself and uh Cootie. Okay, um, oh, about two thousand five. I, I I can't wait to uh, see where this goes. Like I I, I really love this first part, and uh, I definitely want to watch the next two parts. Yeah, this was fun to talk mm-hmm. about. It was definitely fun to watch. Like uh, like it does so good. It's like a time capsule, of right? Just you know, like the things that were popular back then, even just the, like, if you want to take a look at the way they were dressing, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, like so much fabric, so much fabric. Um, but um, yeah, you had like KRS-One, there was Kobe Bryant sighting in this mm-hmm. one. Like there was a moment where Cootie thought Lil Bow Wow was a girl, but then kind of found out like, no, it's a dude. Oh my God, it's Lil Bow Wow. But he had pigtails, so who knew? Like mm-hmm. dark times, dark yeah. times. Um, but also you got like a lot of like the early starts of some of the people who we know today, like the most iconic acts in hip hip hop i mean just last week we were talking about the super bowl and the, the halftime show being eminem eminem is even name dropped in this as kanye had been working with him and raekwon mm-hmm. and mace and jermaine dupree you know uh, no id so yeah i i think there's a lot to look forward to but this this definitely like could stand on its own as just kind of like a beautiful story of yeah. 
you know, that era of hip hop. Spell, what did you think about uh, Netflix dropping this in uh, one week for three weeks as opposed to just dropping the full Kanye documentary on us? Eh, I don't mind it because it, like, it's long. There's a lot of footage. And, you know, I think they want to keep it. But they drop back. a series wanna... of shows on us like uh, all, all the time. Yeah, maybe it's dramatic. Maybe it's just like Cootie's way of being like, no, no, this is a three-parter for sure. And I yeah. think when you have it broken into like errors like this, like you have like the beginning, then you have like, I think the the chapters on Netflix are listed as act one, the vision, act two, the purpose, act three, the awakening. Hmm. And so I think if you do it like that, you get to very much tell a story about faith, right? Because this whole entire uh, like documentary is about Kanye knowing that he was next. He's like, I know this is coming. Yeah. I'm going to keep grinding, but I know. Mm-hmm. And like, and he doesn't let it shake him. Like all this other stuff, like he's, he's talking about how he's flipping all these negatives about him into positives. All these things that people are asking are disadvantaged to him. Are they advantages? And so it's all about his, his journey to something that he knows is for him. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you divide it into three, it gives you a little, uh, like a little sexy way of presenting it. I think it's a, I don't, I, I don't hate it. I say, let me all. give you a, a quick theory. Um, okay. They did it this way because uh, part one is the best. Oh, it might be the most positive. I, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, you, you started it out. You're saying that maybe this was just to help him um, since he's going through his Kim uh, situation right now. So, look, he, I think this is the most positive. I think it's going to go on a downward trajectory after this a little bit, but it's going to be entertaining for us. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I think Kanye is very entertaining to watch just as an outsider. I think he's... um. He's all over the place. He's a mess. But like, I it's entertainment to me now. I feel like I'm going to get a little emotional when I see the whole Donda situation. Obviously, because I know that's a huge moment for him. He still sure. talks about her. He literally called his last album Donda. Like, he cares about her a lot. But um, everything else, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited to see. I feel like I'm going to be watching The Wolf of Wall Street a little bit, watching uh so someone turn rich and then just go crazy with power. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see where it goes. Okay. Yeah, the buildup is is also something else that's positive too, and I think that's probably a good way to divide it because, like, if you say it's a Kanye West documentary, you're not gonna get Chappelle. Like, I'm like, ah, whatever, mm. unless I have to cover it for a podcast, and of course I'm here. <laughs> but like, but like, if you tell me it's a like one long ass, you know, like, or they dropped all three parts in there, I might check it out. Right. Like if you drop, but if you give it like a week to kind of build momentum and people to talk about it and say like, oh, no, no, no. The thing you think about Kanye, this is the refer- like you'll yeah. love to see this because this will take this will turn you around on Kanye. Maybe the argument is that this will show you exactly what you thought about Kanye. Maybe this is just like, oh, no, go look at all the cool people that are in the documentary. But what they give you a week to get hooked to that. Yeah. And then they say, OK, now let's give you another piece. By the time the second one drops, like we're all going to be clamoring for the third one because that is the Kanye that everybody thinks is wackadoo. And so I'm like, well, if that's the one we're building to, then build the suspense. It might be good. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not complaining. I-, I wish that Netflix would do more stuff like this uh, with their shows instead of like, uh, like, here's the whole season. And now, uh, you know, if you didn't watch it the first weekend, now uh, you know, you're caught left left behind. Yeah. Like, uh, you got you got one day to watch it or That's it. everybody's going to spoil it. Yeah, it's like, no, yeah. this gives you time to kind of let it marinate okay. and build on yeah. its own. All right. Any, anything else about uh, Genius Part 1 before we talk about uh, what is coming up next week? Yeah, Isaiah, what else did you like about this? You got anything else you want to add as our, as our resident music expert? I will say that this documentary at least the part one really inspired me as a creator mm-hmm. um just because i i really look at things like this 
all the time just to gain inspiration and just to see um, how people's different approaches are when it comes to stuff like this. So uh, as a hustler, um, at at the point of my life where I'm at right now, I have just like a lot of respect for Kanye in this situation. Um, I you know I I think that it was really cool just to see someone try to get big into what they're doing, and you know I I you know with all the stuff that's going on right now, putting that aside, I have a lot of respect for Kanye, and you know obviously I think he does deserve um to be in the position that he is right now. Okay, yeah. sounds good. All right. Let's talk about what's coming up next week, Chappelle. Uh, the, the audience really uh, came in strong to help us out with uh, trying to get to what we should watch this week. I think we have some yeah. leads here, but I don't mm-hmm. think we have uh, one where it was like two weeks ago. The Tinder swindler is like, OK, we know what we're doing next. But here I think we have some candidates. Right, right, right. Some of the audience was saying like, hey, I know only three people watch Space Force season one, but, you know, there's a season two coming. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, OK, cool. You know, like maybe that's something we can we can explore. Uh, like I said, we got a, a lot of suggestions about like inventing Anna and other mm-hmm. things that are already being covered by post show recaps. And so we're not going to get into those either. We're going to give post show recaps uh, the space to cover that every the week. The Space and I'm Force you, also if they want it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. The Space Force, of course. Um, but yeah, they're, they're covering it and it's great coverage. So check that out. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of suggestions, but nothing stood out. It's just like okay. the number one option with the bullet. So what are you thinking? Well, coming up this week, one thing that has caught my eye, which looks a little interesting. And again, uh, you know, we're not big NASCAR guys. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knows that. Uh, but there's a uh, Bubba Wallace uh, race Netflix series, uh, which is going to be uh, sort of like going behind the scenes. We know Netflix does this uh, reality stuff uh, very, very well, uh, that it's a limited series coming Tuesday. So sounds like that could be short enough to potentially uh, be something worth looking at. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would be fine talking about uh, Bubba Wallace because um, he is the only black driver currently in NASCAR's Cup Series. Um, and this is about him. Right. And so, like, as someone who has never seen representation in NASCAR, so I've never wanted to delve into that world. This mm-hmm. would be nice. This would definitely like kind of ease me into maybe a new fandom. We, we, we will never know and so, unless we check mm-hmm. it out. So I would be fine exploring uh, Bubba Wallace. I don't know if we'd have a good guest for that. It might just be the two of us there, but we might have some uh, NASCAR enthusiasts. In, well, uh, yeah, we might. Uh, we don't know who uh, might be coming out of the woodwork. Might have to bring Isaiah back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm not a NASCAR fan. <laughs> You'd have a whole well, week listen. to binge on everything, Isaiah. Listen, yeah. look. Maybe, maybe. Look, I didn't think I would get into wrestling. Matt and Mari got me into okay. that. Okay, so you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Blippy the musical is coming to Netflix <laughs> on Tuesday. Uh yes. Now, Rob, I am Blippy not is my ops. From- Isaiah. Well, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with Blippy. So, like, what do you got against Blippy? What's what's going on here? He's annoying. He wears suspenders <laughs> and a bow tie and a beret. I was going to say, for a second, you were describing Jordan Parhar. Why would you do that? Mm. Uh, but I guess he's, he didn't wear a beret. Um, but Jordan Parhar is not annoying. Can, I, can I say something? I, I mean, at the, at the like risk Jordan of offending Parhar. members in our audience that uh, kind of feel like if, if, if you wear suspenders and a bow tie, you're not my kind of guy. Uh, Rob, please. That's all the, that's all mm-hmm. the shade. Right, that I feel attacked. I've worn suspenders yeah. in a bow tie before. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, but is it, is it like your it, signature outfit? 
I mean, it's not my go-to. It's not my go-to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm more like a J's and sweatpants type guy. But sometimes I step out, grab mm-hmm. the monocle, mm-hmm. the pocket watch the on the chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like the Monopoly man. There's know? another show <laughs> called uh, Back to 15, which looks interesting, about a woman in her 30s who has gone back to life uh, as a 15-year-old. I always like movies and shows like this. Uh, it looks like it's a Brazilian show, though. Oh, oh to be, uh, okay. D- dubs or subs uh, situation. <laughs> could be, could mm-hmm. be. It sounds interesting for sure. Um, Shrek one it, and two, I believe, are coming to Netflix. Also, yes, I received a notification from Shut Up Tim that Shrek one and two. I, I believe they have to go through Shut Up Tim first yes. to get that cleared for Netflix, and then Shut Up Tim was like, yeah. "Well, if 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 it comes up." You know, nothing but Netflix. Shut up, Tim is is here for us. Next week is going to be a huge week on Netflix for Mike Myers. Yeah, apparently. Mm -hmm. You'll be (laughs) seeing a lot of Mike Myers on uh, Netflix next week. Are we getting an Austin Powers throwback as well? (laughs) That was last week. That was last week. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that Dr. Evil commercial. I'm like, I need more Austin Powers. Please, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, I wouldn't be mad at it. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so so Rob, it just sounds like we're kind of in this gray area where anything could go. Like uh, nothing but Netflix is getting chaotic. Um, we're just kind of waiting on like the next big thing. So we have room to explore some of these smaller options. Uh, for the listeners out there who are wondering if we're ever going to cover Emily in Paris, y'all, I listened to, I watched one episode of it last night. I might stick around for a while. We might be bringing that to yeah. you later on in the year. We're still waiting to see if we can get Peyton Manning, right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the goal. That mm-hmm. is the goal. Um, but yeah, so if you have any suggestions, let us know. Isaiah, do you have anything you would like uh, to talk about or that you would like us to talk about on Nothing But Netflix? If you ever get to it, either Stranger Things, Poster Recaps, Poster Recaps is on Post-show it. Recaps. Shout out to Poster Recaps. But then the other two, one is canceled, but it was a good first two seasons. Friends from College was good. It has a key um, from Key and Peele. And then also The 100 is one of the worst but good shows I've ever seen. It's it's worst enjoyable shows. trash. It's enjoyable trash. Mm-hmm. So that's also another good show. But um, you know, there's there's so much to watch on Netflix. So whatever y'all get into, obviously. Okay. Right. Rob, have you done Friends from College before? Have you have you have you seen it? Friends from College? No. Yeah. So oh, that's that's a mess. Mm-hmm. I put yes. th- put that on the short list of things we'll cover one day because uh, okay. it's canceled, but uh, that is it a great, be show. great okay. podcast. Um, Chappelle, as somebody from Texas, you don't mm-hmm. have any interest in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? I kind of lived it. No, mm-hmm. um, like, well, it just feels like every other year they drop another one and reminds us that like, well, why am I here in the ghetto? I mean, it's an um, hour but- and 23 minutes. It looks terrible. Uh, it's uh, billed as in this sequel, influencers are looking to breathe new life into a Texas ghost town and they encounter Leatherface. Um, I kind of like the idea of Leatherface killing influencers. Um, like, it's like the hype house. It is. Uh, it might be the natural, uh, you know, predecessor to, like, you know, or like pr- progression from the hype house. Like, we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, look, as of right now, that's number one for me. You, you won me over that quickly. So, mm-hmm. unless somebody can give us a better uh, suggestion, it's I think number we might three be, on Netflix. We might Ooh. be diving into into horror. You know, hey. and so this could be a good time. Are you so, a horror yeah, guy? You don't you don't yeah. like that stuff, right? Yeah, take it or leave it. Yeah. You know, whatever. If it's if it's good, fine. If it's funny, yes, yes. Give me yeah. funny horror every time. But if it's scary, I'm like, eh, it's gone. We'll go. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know what? I, I'd be okay with that. 
I feel like these slasher movies, like I'm not scared of like uh, Jason uh, or, Le- or, Te- or 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 Leatherface, but like uh, ghosts, uh, Isaiah, I don't mess with that. Um, Paranormal activity, scary. no thank you. <laughs> I like scary movies or horror movies. I mean, I was watching, see, I'm sick. I'll go watch a scary movie and then laugh when people die because like, I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you doing to be put into this situation? Mm-hmm. So like, I, I was the obnoxious person that would go see like uh, the Conjuring, and then me and my friends would bust out laughing while everyone's screaming. So I'm like, all right, um, no. listen, it's, I don't take them seriously. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't. Okay. That's enough yeah. victim blaming, Isaiah. Please, like if, in this situation, that, that's how it was written. Um, but yes, Rob, I would be fine with that as well. <laughs> okay, I'm sure someone will volunteer their services for that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, race the Bubba Wallace story, or uh, Blippy the musical. I guess those are the this top the top three right now. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> we could we could do a poll, but I think if we do a poll, we might be stuck with Blippy. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people uh, choose chaos. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Isaiah, uh, what's coming up for you? Um, let's see. Um, tomorrow I'm recording with uh, Asia. I'm going to do the Love Is Blind podcast. So that's oh, fine. are you? Uh, so you have you watched all of uh, the second week of Love Is Blind? Oh, yes, I have, and yes. that is a chaotic group. Um, yes, and, oof, they all suck. But um, yeah, they- wow. Okay, I, I, no spoilers. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I'm not going to say I haven't seen the marriage episode, so I, I'm, I'm okay. not going to say anything with okay. that. But um, oof unlikable group um as well as i mean grammys is coming up so maybe i might podcast about grammys on ox court soon um and lastly um if you want to hear me talk about reality tv animation and all that fun stuff um you can go listen to me on my channel silent podcast um so yeah go check that out okay all right uh great job isaiah talking about uh part one of genius here today Chappelle. It's too bad, you know, uh, they didn't have the documentary cameras on you and your uh, rise as a podcaster. Why would you want that? You don't need to put any cameras on me ever. (laughs) Well, Rob, please, please don't give anybody any ideas. Um, First of all, let me just say, Isaiah, thank you so much for coming on here. And this has been uh, hella awkward with me. I mean, I've never podcasted with both my bosses at the same time. So this has been kind of weird. (laughs) I hope it's not weird for y'all. We're going to put our heads together on performance review after. I mean, these are literally the only two people who've ever fired me in the same room. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so wow. a concept. Yeah. Isaiah fired me. Rob fired me. Look at that. Who knew? Uh, but yeah, I'm hanging out these days, Rob, trying not to be filmed. Um, you know, just doing audio medium podcast only. But recently I did silent podcast with my boss over here um, for uh, his uh, network uh, to talk with Jason about um australian survivor and so we talked about week three of australian survivor uh the day 16 curse and who we thought were big mm-hmm. threats coming into the la- the later stretch of the season there's still like 42 episodes left <laughs> so if you want to get jump jump into australian survivor now is a good time because you've missed nothing um you missed a lot but it's not gonna matter uh and so yeah check that out on silent podcast and then also rob you know as usual i'll be here talking to you about netflix shows still taking suggestions still waiting on the people on the nothing but netflix account to tell me what everyone is saying that we should talk about um and then also on post show recaps i am talking about bel-air uh with puya and so puya and i every episode well every week we'll be covering every episode of bel-air on peacock so if you are into the fresh prints of bel-air and you like the original source material i 
I think you'll like this. But if you're not familiar with it at all, you still will check this out and, and enjoy it because it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good, you know? And so uh, doing that on Post Show Recaps. And then, of course, also on Post Show Recaps, still talking about The Walking Dead. Um, it seems like The Walking Dead is never going away, and neither mm-hmm. am I. So myself, Jessica Lee, AJ Mass, and Josh Wiggler will be covering uh, every episode of The Walking Dead from now until the end of time. And so all of that going on uh, with me right now. But I think that's it. I think okay. that's it. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for joining us for Nothing But Netflix. Make sure you subscribe, if you, especially if you're one of these people that's like, a, did you do this one? Did you do this one? Check out our podcast feed, robiswebsite.com slash nothing, uh, or sorry, sorry, Netflix feed. Uh, the Twitter is uh, nothing but R-H-A-P. But look, leave us some feedback and some star ratings on our uh, Nothing But Netflix podcast feed. Robiswebsite.com slash Netflix feed. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.